Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. Parents, what if we could give you the power to transform your family into something absolutely amazing? A family where everyone is healthy, gets along, loves Jesus, and has great purpose in life. Hey, let us flip your thinking to unlock the power God has given you to create your own Crazy Cool Family. Welcome, parents, to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning in the December month of 2020. <laughs> Did we ever think we would get here at the first of the year in March? Did we ever think we'd get to the end of 2020? Seems Wrapping like it's been, it up slow and steady. It's we good, hope good your thing. holiday season is amazing. And uh, if you're listening to this next year, then maybe you've had a good holiday season. <laughs> if you're listening to this a little bit later, but if you're here with us right now, Hope you've had a great holiday season. We are in the this series of introducing your kids to the real Jesus. Yes. Exactly. We're talking about who he is. I mean, the most important thing we can do for our kids is to show them who Jesus is, to introduce them, not just to Jesus, but to the real Jesus, the real authentic um, Jesus that came to this world to save them, to, you know, pave a way for them to get into heaven, all those lofty thoughts. And so what we've done in this is we've just broken it down into the who, what, where, when, how, why of Jesus so that our kids can understand, oh, Jesus was a real person. That's who Jesus was. Oh, what has he done for me? Oh, he's given me identity. Yep. Those are our last two podcasts. So today we're super excited to talk about where is Jesus? Where where is he? Yeah, where is a tough concept for kids when they're younger because you know, but you but you start out very young. I mean, it's just like playing peekaboo. You're like, "Where's mom?" You know. Oh, and those, you know, you have you ever played that with your little bitty kids and it's hysterical to watch them because you pull the blanket up and you hide behind the blanket and they don't even look around for you. They just like are like, "Oh, they're gone." You know, they have the look on their face like, "Oh, they're not even here." Oh, okay. And they don't even know where they are. But developmentally as they get older, they grasp this concept of where. And I believe that not only do they grasp this concept, but they it's what anchors them. It what's it's what helps them be who they are. Yeah, I remember when our kids were like maybe three or four maybe even a little bit younger they would they would go play and then they would come back and just make sure that we were there exactly and, and we called it the mommy check you know exactly. it was like we would just yes. they would just come back and go okay you're there yeah and so you know and and really when we start talking about jesus parents if you're a believer isn't that a great comfort that no matter what happens right Jesus is there. He, he, we know where he is and we can come back and rely on him. It anchors us right. for the future. And so when we talk about where Jesus is, it's important that our kids understand where Jesus is so that they can have an anchor for their soul as well. But, uh, so, but, but before we get into all that, let's talk about kind of some things about where Jesus is, because it's it's a little bit more complicated with Jesus than it is. It's not like the we can go back to one spot like the three year old does. And yeah, say, like you know, <laughs> like we'll tell our kids, "Where's mommy? Well, mommy's in the kitchen. Daddy's at work. Where right. daddy? Grandma lives in Arkansas. Well, sister's at school. You know, baby's hot. You know, whatever that is. The Jesus is very different because he's in multiple places. You know, at the same he's everywhere. time. Well, he's everywhere. That's definitely one of them. He's omniscient. And Jeremiah says, "I am the God who is everywhere, not in one place only." No one can hide where I cannot see them. 
Um, and so, yeah, he's everywhere. And so omniscient is a concept that I think that our kids just don't, they, it's hard to grasp. And so the way that I kind of explain that is wind, air, you know, that's kind of, the wind is everywhere. The air is everywhere. And that's kind of how I explain omniscience to my kids. Yeah. It also says he's, he's in heaven at the right hand of God. So he's, he ascended up to heaven. And so that's a concept we've got to deal with as well. Well, and so that's where his body is, because you remember Jesus's body, he, he was God and he came as man to earth. Um, and that's what's so cool about Christmas time is he came as a baby and lived among us and then grew up. And so where is his body? You have to do something with his body. And so that exact, actually Luke twenty two sixty nine tells us, but from now on, the son of man will be seated at the right hand of the mighty God. And I don't know about you, but I find great comfort in that, knowing that Jesus is right there sitting at the right hand of God in God's ear on my behalf all the time. Oh, that's Suzanne. To see how she loves. Oh, that's Suzanne. He's he's our advocate all the time. And so that's so those are two of the places where we would tell that our kids where Jesus is. He's everywhere. He's all over. He's he's anytime anytime anywhere you need him, he's there. But he's at the right hand of God. That's where his body is. But the one that we really want to focus on today is that as believers, he is in our heart. And that's what we want. That's what we want to just talk to you about a little bit today. Yeah, I mean, Ephesians 3.17 says, you know, that, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. I love that the, the New Living Translation says he makes his home in our heart. I mean, and, oh my goodness, who doesn't want to have Jesus at home in their heart? I mean, that's where I want him. I want him dwelling there. I want him living there. I want him comfortable. Like you're, you're comfortable when you're at home. Mm-hmm. That's where I want Jesus in my heart. But then the kids say, well, he's not really there because kids are pretty literal. And, and they start saying, well, now, you know, how's he living in my heart? Is he just some little thing? Is he like a little cell? Is he, you know, and, he, and now they're starting to learn more and more about their bodies at such a younger age. And so they're like, but, but it's not really a literal heart. He's not really uh, living in our physical heart. And, and so we really have to start talking about how, what is our heart? What does the Bible say our right. heart is? You know, I love it um, in, in the book, Waking the Dead, one of my favorite books that John Eldridge wrote. He talks about how the heart is the dwelling place of our true beliefs, mm-hmm. that that's where our deepest thoughts are, are in our heart, that that's where we believe. It's where our emotions are and our desires. That's where our desires even begin. It's the... I would say it's the place, it's, it's who we are. It's truly who we are at our core at our very core. And that's our heart. And so it's such a tough concept for kids to understand because they understand, like Don said, the beating heart. They maybe have even seen one when my kids were homeschooled, we dissected a pig's heart. So they even got to hold what an actual heart looks like. And then in the world, you see the shape of a heart everywhere. Every child, my one-year-old grandsons can both recognize the shape of a heart and right. say that that is a heart. And so those hearts are, are understandable, but the heart that we're talking about I don't know, Don, I feel like we barely understand it. I mean, we barely understand how to explain. No, this part of you, this is invisible. This isn't, this isn't tangible that you could touch it, but you, it's tangible and that you can feel it. It's tangible that you can understand it and you can change it and you can do things with it, but it's not something, it's even something you can manipulate. It's just, and I think it's something that you do, you're going to explain it differently to a three-year-old than you are to a seven-year-old than you are to a 12-year-old than to an 18-year-old or whatever, because 
you know, at first it's like, okay, you know, like for the three-year-olds, you might say, you know, when you get mad and you have a feeling and that's where, so that's where your heart is. Right. Or, you know, like a, or that's a 10 your year heart's old, directing yeah, that. that's where you're, or, you know, but, but for like the seven or 10 year old, you know, you're going to be, well, you know how you feel about yourself or how you feel when somebody wrongs you or whatever, those things are coming from what's inside you, what's in your heart. Yeah. And so you start to, so maybe parents, the first way to start to do this is really to explain to them what the Bible really says our heart is. So many scriptures on the heart, so many scriptures. Yeah, you know, uh, for example, Psalm 37, 4 says, delight yourself in the Lord. He will give you the desires of your heart. It's it's the source of, like Suzanne was saying, it's the source of who we are. And so when we invite Jesus into our hearts, what we're doing is we are starting to invite him to have a place in those, in that place where we have our deepest emotion, our deepest desires, our deepest feelings, our deepest beliefs, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. And so, I mean, so how do you, how do you apply this? Um, and so one of the ways that we did it with our kids is that you just have to kind of understand that kids have a great imagination. And so just invite them to imagine a chair, a beautiful chair. I mean, scripturally, it would be a throne. You know, we talk about Jesus being on the throne of our lives, but I don't know if kids nowadays even understand what the concept of his throne is, at least here in America, because we don't have royalty. Um, but just have your kids imagine a, just a beautiful chair and then inside their heart that that's where Jesus sits. That's where he sits with kindness and love and understanding. That's where he wants to help with your emotions, your desires, with your true beliefs, with your feelings. And just think about, you know, I even think about like that there could be two chairs, one for me. And then I'm, a, I'm setting a chair out for, I mean, just think about if I were to sit in a chair alone and have to deal with life mm -hmm. and have to face life by myself with no direction, no one to help me, then that would be a little scary. Mm -hmm. And so, and, and say that, you know, mommy and daddy would be scared if we're dealing with it alone. But what we've done is we've, and some people say, well, you need to get off the throne and put Jesus on there and all those right. things. But, but yeah. I really like just that's the thought more for of, your teenager, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because, but, but I really like the thought of, we bring Jesus into, into our it. heart. He, mm -hmm. because our spirit, the Bible talks about how our spirit indwells with his spirit. Right. So think about like Jesus sitting with you and say, wouldn't it be great if you have this person, this, this God dwelling with you in your heart, sitting in the chair on the mm -hmm. other chair with you. And so that as you go fight the battles of life, as you go figure out who you are, and as you go face that other third grader or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, or have to deal with that teacher or whatever, or your brother or sister, then you have someone to help you sitting right there with you, with his arm around you mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. loves you that never judges you and is looking out for you all the time. That's how Jesus dwells in our hearts. Yeah, exactly. And so I love that. And so this, this is the different. Your child may know that Jesus, about the Jesus that is in heaven at the right hand of God and the omniscient, that Jesus is everywhere, but the one that's in his heart, he might not have done that yet. He might not have asked that Jesus into his heart. He's got a worldly understanding 
that Jesus came at Christmas time, died at Easter time, and he might understand the facts around Jesus. But when we talk about the heart, Jesus, it's not facts anymore. That's the supernatural. That's the beyond our understanding, beyond our comprehension. That's when, that's when the invitation comes in. I think you said the word surrender. That's when we surrender what we want for ourselves and we invite somebody better to come in, which is Jesus. And realize parents, that's a kind of a older kid concept that a younger kid can understand, but, a, but, but an older kid. So you start out at a very simple way. Hey, Jesus is our guide. He is our helper. He is our, he is our friend. But then as we get older, we start to say, Hey, your belief system is this, but we submit our belief system to our Jesus that we, mm-hmm. we put on the throne. Does that make sense? Chair? Parents, I hope that, that you're doing it differently. You're doing it simpler at the younger ages. And then as they get older, you can expand the concept of Jesus as a friend. I mean, Jesus of where Jesus is. is what yeah. I mean. And so that's what I want to, what I want to talk to you about though, parents is that when you talk about this concept with your kids and when you invite them in and you say, Hey guys, do you, where is Jesus? And you ask your kids, then they might be able to tell you two of the three places. They might not be able to tell you he's in my heart. They might be, but if they aren't able to tell you he's in my heart, then guess what? This is an incredible, amazing opportunity for you to lead your kids to the Lord, for you to go in and show them, oh, babe, you know what? Jesus can be in your heart. He's in my heart. He's right. in daddy's heart. He's in big sister's heart. He we've helps all, me every day. Yeah, we've he, all taken time to invite him into our heart. And that's what it takes. It takes an invitation. It takes a, that John 1, 12 through 13 says that when we lead, um, we lead them to repent and believe that Jesus is their Lord and Savior, then they will become children of God. They will become, they will have Jesus in their heart. So repent, be forgiven. And that inv- that invitation is there and Jesus is in their heart. That's what I'm trying to say is that when you bring up the topic of where Jesus is and they don't understand that he's in their heart, it might not be because he's not, it might be because he's not in their heart. Yeah. And you get to get him there. Yeah. You parents, you're the ones that get to do that. You're the ones that get to open the door. This is what we're talking about, introducing your kids to the real Jesus. Yeah. Having these conversations. This is just makes oh, I just get so excited about it. And I love it that it's this time of the year and it's Christmas time and Jesus is absolutely everywhere. I've probably got a hundred baby Jesuses in my house right now. <laughs> That's true. With all the manger scenes that I have. And so it is you can't not face the fact that Jesus was alive and real and that what he did for us, all the, th- the the identity that he gave us. But you've got to stop for just a minute and say, well, where is he? Well, where is he now? Well, where is he? Is in, where is he for me in my life? And it may, parents, you may have to start to think about it. And, and, and I hope this helps you to do this. Where is Jesus in your heart? Yeah. I mean, is Jesus standing over you? Is he telling you how you did everything wrong and you're not enough and you're or that's not Jesus, by the way. It's not. Or is Jesus sitting with you with his arm around you? Mm-hmm. And he's saying, we can do this. He's saying, we can do this. And you're amazing. And I created you. And I was here before the beginning of the world. I know you and you have what it takes. And that's what Jesus is telling your kids. And it's also parents, as you're talking about this with your kids, it's a way for you to tell them that too. We believe in you just like Jesus believes in you and everyone's for you. And there's Jesus sitting with you going, little Johnny or whatever. You're <laughs> it's really not a kid named Johnny anymore, but, but there are. 
are. <laughs> uh, but, 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 uh, and we always say little Johnny, but no, it's usually John or uh, whatever Jonathan. it is. Yeah, Jonathan, there you go. Uh, but, you know, hey, Jesus is for you. He's in your heart. He's with you. And you take that from a, a little small concept when they're five to, hey, we're going to surrender our lives to Jesus. Why? Because he's worth it. Mm-hmm. He's worth He's worth giving your heart to. He's worth letting him sit on the throne. He's worth surrendering to. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So we wrap it up. Short podcast today. We <laughs> never. Minutes. I know we never go fifteen minutes. We are so. We have given you so much stuff in just fifteen minutes. We are so excited. I, I agree with Suzanne. I'm so excited about having you or, or teaching you and sharing with you how to share the heart of Jesus with your kids. Yeah, and so just to one way to introduce your kids to the real Jesus is to explain where he is. I mean, to explain where he is right now. And so as we talked about in the beginning that he's seated in heaven, his body is his body that came to earth is now in heaven with God on our behalf. And I love that. He's also everywhere like God because he is God. He's omniscient. He's absolutely everywhere. And I, and I love that too, because then he's just right here. But the part that we love the most and that we really want to hit home is that he is present in every believer's heart. And so if you if you're a believer he's in your heart if your kids are a believer then he's in your heart and guess what if he if you're not a believer and he's not in your heart then all you have to do is ask that's right and he's always there and then he's there because he's because in revelation it says i stand at the door and knock you know let me in by the hairs of my chinny chin chin okay maybe that's not exactly how the scripture goes (laughs) but (laughs) so we've so we've covered um who jesus is what and today where we have two more coming in december we're gonna we're gonna leave it with um with guess leave, leave you guessing as to what those other are um but we uh, love you we hope it it has been helpful to you today and we hope that you go share where jesus is with your kids this holiday season thanks parents go be crazy go check out crazycoolfamily.com